0: What's up you guys, Steve Mielhausen here, Walkway to Fight Club. It is Wednesday, May the 26th, 2021. Some of you are going to listen on Thursday, May 27th, 2021. But, do want to apologize, was going to roll something out yesterday and have a new theory. Days off, not a good idea to try to get something done because I don't really want to do anything. So, my apologies for that. We are here. It is Wednesday. Some of you will listen on Thursday. Those will be coming up on Thursday in other parts of the world. So, it is good to hear from you guys. Big thank you to everyone for everything revolving the Jim Ross interview. Jim, Jim was amazing, as always, which is a, shouldn't come as a shock to really nobody. So, a big thank you to Jim. I really, really appreciated that time. 40, I think it was like 45, 46 minutes. So, that was awesome. What did I do on my day off yesterday? I did housework. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Got to spend time with my family, which I really didn't get much to do. And then today, my oldest graduated from preschool. Man, means I'm just getting older. He's on the road to kindergarten. Is he tells me 104 days of summer vacation? I don't know if anyone catches Phineas and Ferb, but that is what I keep being told, even though it's 89. But I'll let him stick with 104. It's pretty catchy. <laughs> but everyone that did listen to the Jim Ross interview, thank you so much. It means a lot. It's greatly appreciated. Kind of altered the schedule a little bit. We got a we got one coming up shortly with the great Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston's making it to Monday. He gets the Raw. He will face once again Drew McIntyre with the winner facing Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. I'm very confused on the WWE booking. I kind of scratches my head, but Kofi Kingston is the guest today. And if you want to listen to the podcast like you did with good old JR. Kofi Kingston, you name it. John Moxley, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Drew McIntyre. You got it. It's all there. Rate, review, download, and subscribe. And your favorite podcasting platform, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, wherever podcasting platform is your preference, we are Walkway. to Fight Club is there. I want to give my quick thoughts on, to me, the big... Really, the big news of the day. It was really a slow news day. But Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer initially reported, I was able to confirm with the subject, Jimmy Smith, the new play by play lead announcer of Monday Night Raw. And Jimmy starts on Monday, <laughs> on Memorial Day. So I think a good way for Jimmy to kind of soft land. But Jimmy had been doing some stuff with NXT. Jimmy's also the host of his MMA show on Sirius. I don't know the status of that show. I really don't. I'm trying to I'm trying to find that out. So hopefully sooner rather than later I can have an answer for you guys in terms of what they are going to do on that end. But congratulations to Jimmy. It's very, 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 very well-deserved, I think. He works hard, he kicks ass, he takes names. And, you know, I hear he's been doing really well. I little bit of a conversation I had with him, he was really enjoying himself. Michael Cole's been a really big help for him, and he's been doing a lot of stuff with him. So Jimmy feels like he's ready, and Jimmy has that just natural enthusiasm, I think, that was missing with Adnan Verk. And I think Jimmy's going to be able to – I think Jimmy's going to be able to jump right in. I really don't feel – I feel like wrestling fans will give Jimmy more of a shot than Ed Verk. which I still think Ed Nandverk got an unfair shot. I think he got thrown really into the deep end. He never even really called combat sports too much. So I think this will be – this is a perfect fit here. This is a great move by WWE. This is a great move for Jimmy Smith, so everyone who wants to shitbag this already, and I've seen some people do it, don't. Jimmy's going to prove he's the deal. I guarantee it, but, but it's going to be interesting, and I think you got a let, he's got like Pat McAfee, and you know Jimmy Smith, let them be them. Pro wrestling's hard enough, and then when you got a senile, deranged, seventy-five-year-old man screaming in your ear, it's like, come on, let these guys be who they were and what got them to the dance. It's always been my issue with WWE. Let, like, look at how great Samoa Joe was. There's Austin Aries, you know, CM Punk. You look at because they're wrestlers; they know the business. Jimmy Smith knows combat sports. Jimmy's a, I know Jimmy's a lifelong wrestling fan. Me and him have had conversations like that. So, give Jimmy Smith a shot because I think he is going to do fantastic. Maybe it'll take him a little bit of time. Hopefully he gets a little more breathing room than Ed and Virg. So, they must really not like Tom Phillips or they were very impressed with Jimmy Smith. I have to think it's the latter. And I like Tom Phillips. I thought Tom Phillips was doing a great job. So, them bringing in and Ann Virk was really a surprise, because I know they're wanting more of a sports-oriented voice, which I get. But you got to let these guys be themselves. And I thought the stuff Jimmy Smith did for NXT, I thought was very good. So, And I thought the way he handled the carrying across Finn Balor thing from last week, I thought was fantastic. So I thought he did a really good job. So I like how they've slowly brought him along, which is something they should have done with Ed Ann Virk if we're just gonna sit and we're gonna be honest about it but enough of that aside right now here is our interview my interview with the former wwe champion the one and only kofi kingston steven milhausen here from the zone it is he's already dancing it, it, you know we were talking beforehand and he wasn't dancing then because i told him about chi- Chicago's the greatest city in the world but I guess we can end the interview now. He is a former WWE champion. He hit a big week pinning, not only Randy Orton, but the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. I love the shirt. The one and only Kofi Kingston. And Kofi, I'm loving that shirt, my friend. Thank you, man. You don't know about this. It's just some comedy
1: song type stuff. You don't know about this. You don't know about this. You know what I'm saying? A little smiley face. Be kind. You know what I'm saying? Just letting people know like what they should what they should be doing is for the kids you know just be kind it. work hard be kind michael franti you know i liked it now is it something you made or someone you know or Cause i like oh, this no, no. Really cool. this, uh, this is uh yeah calm de garcon it's uh it's mm. a high fashion brand i guess that okay. makes t-shirts and sneakers and clothes and things of that like so um yeah i just yeah, I, I got it for the smiley face i'm not gonna lie I got it
0: for the smiley face. See, the designers see you're on the WWE money. I'm on the zone money. Wwe the <laughs> zone. Uh, I'm on we're almost there, Kofi. We're almost don't know. there. You don't, yeah, you, hey, you'd you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we were joking around earlier and I got I saw something on your Twitter and I was we were, I was prepping last night for the interview and Patriots. Come Ooh. on, baby. Ooh. But you know what, though? Guess what we got that you don't have, Mr. Kingston. Oh,
1: I know. I know. I'm so Justin mad. Fields, baby. You ruined everything. You ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it, man. I was watching the draft, and I saw him just falling because they were talking about him falling for, like, months. I'm yeah. Like, why, why, how is this happening? He was, like, the number two ranked uh, quarterback and all the, in, the, in college. Why, why would he? And then he starts dropping and dropping. I'm like, oh, my God. would you do it. It's going <laughs> to happen. Oh, my God. And then I said, wait, what? Chicago, no, I mean, we'll take Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones oh, yeah. is you know what I'm saying? Um, I just I, I like the guys who are who are mobile and dynamic, and Justin Fields is just so fun to watch. Not that Mac Jones isn't, because I know a lot of people are gonna be like, Well, this is what you say. No, I'm not <laughs> it's gonna get twisted I'm glad, now. I'm glad that we got Mac Jones, but I'm real happy for you guys, man. I think that's gonna like really turn your franchise around, man. Like Justin Fields is a baller, and oh, yeah. uh, furthermore, like the the fact that he had fallen so much. I know that that's going to leave a big chip on his shoulder. So he's got something to prove, man. It's I'm really excited to see what you guys do, man. And your defense is legit anyway. So I don't know. I think you guys are a lot closer than people think, but you know, we'll
0: see. We'll see. How did you handle this past season? You, know, you lost the goat and Tom Brady and then you went and didn't make, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Tom left. Patriots went down. Tom won another Super Bowl. It had I, so to be quite depressing.
1: Not at all. Actually, not at all. a lot of people would think that. A lot of people would think that if you ask the Patriots fans, um, they would tell you the same thing. We love Tom Brady. We still love Tom Brady. We want to see him do well. When he won the Super Bowl, we were all ecstatic for him. Um, I think, uh, like I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard the merchandise sales for uh, the Brady jerseys. I think his jersey was number one, but then like the majority of the people who bought them were actually from the Northeast. You oh know? wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that, you know, but we just we we have a love for Tom Brady. And the situation for me is like this, man. So it's like uh, having parents who got divorced, right? Like, yeah. so Tom Brady, like I said this in an interview before, like, he's kind of like my dad, right? He's my dad. He didn't get along with my mom. Patriots. My mom. They didn't get along. You know, they had a tip. They kept it together for so many years. Tom, my dad. He gave me so many different things since I was a kid. Ch- uh, championships. You know, uh S- Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? Going to uh what? Nine Super Bowls. Winning six. I've seen all of those in my lifetime. Thank you, dad. And now he went off and found himself a little sweet thing, and and in, 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 in Florida. You know what I'm saying? He found himself a little sweet thing in Tampa Bay. And I'm like, okay, well, good for you, dad. I'm, I'm sad it didn't work out with you and mom, but I'm glad you're doing your thing and you're still over there you're winning you're my dad so i'm i'm happy that tom brady uh you know was able to uh to do that man he's he's the goat like for a reason man like you talk about like having a chip on your shoulder like is that not like does he not embody that like for him, especially like with the year that we had last year, and I know you like hear this on all the different like radio, the sports talk radios shows, but the fact that, you know, they didn't get a chance to have a preseason, you know, yeah. no kind of offseason, a new team with a new uh new playbook. Like speaking a new language, really yeah. uh, assembling this team, and then getting better as the season went on, and then beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and handedly beating them. Like, come on, man! Like, how can you not root for that? How can you be? How can you be mad at that? You know, I, I just can't be mad. I'm real happy for him and the Bucks. Now, when uh, what is it? Week uh, four comes around. I think the mm-hmm. Bucks are playing uh, the Patriots. I think it's either week four, or week eight, or something. So, what like are you that. gonna do? So, what do you do at that point? <laughs> Who do you root for, Kofi Kingston? Now I can't root against my mom. Now you know what I'm saying. I can't <laughs> root against my mom. You know what I'm saying. And the Patriots, I want to see him have a real good match, a real good, uh, you know, entertaining uh, uh, game. Let Brady score a couple touchdowns for old times' sake. You know, pop the crowd. Hey, he's back. But we we need to have we need to have mom. You know, be the matriarch of the house. You're coming into mom's house now. Yeah, so it was going to be a real interesting game for sure, man. We just want to see. Uh, uh, we want to see the Patriots on top. At the end of the day, we want to see the Patriots do what the Patriots do. So it'll be interesting, too. Like, the, as far as, like, our like our defense is all coming back, like, people forget how good we were the year before and how many obstacles that the Patriots had to, like, overcome, you know, even with Cam, like, learning a new system. And everyone talks about, well, he only had, like, eight passing touchdowns. But what about <laughs> right? like, what about the rushing touchdowns? Like, no one wants to count the, like, he scored a lot of touchdowns, man. Like, he was a really big factor in why we won a lot of those games. So, um, you know, so I don't know. I think a lot of people are like, well, the Patriots suck because they didn't win a Super Bowl. It's like, no, dude. Like, most, you're not supposed to win Super Bowls every year. You're not supposed to do that every year. So, uh, I think this year will be a lot different and a lot
0: better. So, who would be the mom and dad of WWE?
1: Mom, for me, particularly? For you, in particular.
0: Oh God! I,
1: I got a I got a lot of moms and dads. I've been passed around. Been <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people. I, I you know I've been so blessed. Actually, I just got off an interview with uh, Tommy Dreamer on Busted Open Radio a little while ago. Um, Dreamer is a guy who uh, so before I got signed, he came to the school I was training at when he was the head of talent relations. Um, and he had a match there and he saw me work there. And then when I came to WWE, he was there too. And always has been one to really kind of uh like just, you know, lift me up and push me in the right direction with advice. Um, gosh, I mean, Mark Henry is another one who is um, you know, always been there. Uh, someone who's off- offered offered a, a ton of advice. CM Punk, your own in Chicago, oh. a guy who took me under his wing. To this day, I still don't know why, but he did. <laughs> You know, because in that era, like a lot of people were worried about like the younger guys coming up and taking their spots and all this. And for whatever reason, you know, he took me under his wing and I learned so, so much from him and, um, you know, really became like brothers with the guys. So um, I'm grateful for him. You know, Um, I could really go down like the. Yeah, I said, I'm just so blessed to uh, have known so much great talent um, over the years. And, And, you know, even like Dr. Tom Pritchard, you know in 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 uh tampa and um fcw and um you know like deep south with with bill Demott. like i've had so many great teachers so um i got like i said i got a lot of i got a lot of moms and dads out there who, and uncles <laughs> who showed me the way and, and here we are so i'm sure i left somebody out but there's really too many to count
0: yeah no one i think no one's gonna get mad at you i'm, I'm yeah. just gonna go with an assumption there but you <laughs> had you've had a great week and it's good to see you back It seems like right now you're back in the title picture and that's good to see a couple big wins this past weekend, you know, do you have, you know, after what happened with Brock and that, you know, and every, a lot of people got upset and, you know, and that's for here and there, but Mm -hmm. did you feel like you were ever going to get a chance to be back in the upper echelon and get back into that main event spot to be going once again for the title?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's 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 always a chance. You know, you show up to work one day and they tell you what you're doing. That's what happened to me when um, Ali got hurt in 2019. They told me, "Hey, you're going to be in the elimination chamber, and we're going to have you do a gauntlet match. You're probably going to be in there for an hour plus. Can you do it?" Yeah, of course, you know, I get thrown in that scene and then, you know, we all know what happened after that in 2019 with the Kofi mania craze. I just, it's not cool when I say it. I hate when it comes out of my mouth. Me saying Kofi mania is like it sounds good. nails on a chalkboard to me. I don't, I don't like saying it. it. It's cool good. when other people say it, but when I say it, it's not, but you know, um, you just never know what's going to happen. And then even for, uh, for example, uh, on, on raw this past Monday, me having a match um, with Randy Orton, having a real good match there. And then um who would have thought that I would be the one to, uh, to answer the open challenge? Nobody thought, you know, no, there was nobody yeah. on my Twitter timeline because a lot of people yeah. try to get what's going to happen on the show. Oh, he's going to come out. Uh, and then they say like, you know, the no, nobody on my timeline said that I was going to be the one to come out, you yeah. know, people were surprised. So, um, you just never know. So there's always a chance that you're going to be thrust into the, uh, the main event scene. The key is just to be ready at all times. You know, when you come to work, be ready to, um, Knock it out of the park. Whatever opportunity that you're given, be ready to knock it out of the park. So that's the mentality. That uh-oh,
0: another cut out. You cut out again. You keep freezing up on it. It's because My you're a. It's because you're a Patriots fan.
1: Nah, nah. They wouldn't cut me off. They wouldn't. They wouldn't <laughs> cut me off knowing that. They wouldn't do that to me. But um, <laughs> they wouldn't do. They wouldn't do me like that. But yeah, man. You just never know what's gonna happen, man. You just always show up to the day with um to to work with the uh the mentality that I'm gonna kick ass today that's, that's it, you know? So um, yeah, there's always a shot. There's always a possibility. You just never know what's going to happen in our world.
0: Was it demoralized? How demoralizing was that for you after that loss to Brock? And, you know, Because a lot of people, and I talked to some talents and they were kind of like, they were head scratching themselves. You know, there was, I know there was a lot of people online and wrestlers on Twitter and so on, and so forth. that were pretty upset that happened. And how demoralizing was that, that that loss for you, and how did you stay so positive to, you know, get to get things back on track pretty quickly?
1: Yeah. I, so I told a lot of people too. like uh, if it was up to me, I would have had that match be be different. You know what I'm saying? in the way that it, the way that it went down. But the thing is, is that it's not up to me. And uh, I think what we need to realize is that, like, you know, you control what you can control. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't um, like get mad over what I can't control like I show up to work and it's like this is what we're doing okay maybe we can do it like this maybe we can do it like this okay then once you have like the outline of what's going to happen like that's the way that you you know you proceed so um yeah I wish it would have gone down differently I know and appreciate that a lot of people were so um angry with the way that it went down but um I'm always just trying to like you know work towards like what's next you know so for me to come into work and be disgruntled about the way that things were were handled, like I'm the only one that's going to be affected by that. But what I can control is like going out and you know starting afresh and getting back on the horse and 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 riding and keeping on uh you know just keeping that positive attitude in terms of like I would say that I was like this I was disappointed with the way that it was you know the way that it went down. Yeah. But again, like I wasn't mm-hmm. like so mad that I was going to come into work and like just pout you know what I'm, saying? I'm not going yeah. to come in and you know and pout and be mad like that's not my style i've never been like that it's always been just a matter of um just pushing forward no matter what so uh, um that's what i did and that's you know you just keep on marching until the until the uh the wheels fall off you march with wheels what i don't know if you can march with wheels i know you can march with your feet i don't know if you can march with wheels. <laughs> But if you had rollerblades or roller skates, you could technically (sighs) Mars. Mars with
0: the wheels. It is technically true. (laughs) I feel like now I'm in 1996 with the rollerblades. I kind of like feel like I'm back back in that mode, and I I can't believe I just said that.
1: I'm right there with you, man. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I knew exactly. A lot of these young booties out here, these kids who are going to be listening to the show might not know no. what the rollerblades are and the roller skates. You might not know. You, you guys are all on your Heelys, you know? Right? You got your Heelys, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, hoverboards, right? You hoverboards. Know, um, it's the new,
0: it's, the new, it's yeah. what the kids, the kids like now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go back and get you a pair of roller skates or rollerblades, right? man. That's, you know, that's that's what you need.
0: That's what's legit. And, you know, I said, I was thinking about after what happened on Monday at the end of the show. And I'm like, and thinking my mind, I'm trying to think of, and I thought of this and I was like, I think it's cool. The fact that it seems like it's going to be you and Bobby for the title sometime soon. The fact that you pinned the champion, you'd have two African-American men competing for the WWE championship. I, to my knowledge, that hasn't happened. We saw the women at WrestleMania, you and Bobby. What would that mean to you to face Bobby Lashley for the WWE championship and have two African-Americans in that match?
1: It would mean um, the world. It would mean the world because, again, um, and I say this all the time, like uh, to be somebody who motivates people to be the best version of themselves is a very, very empowering thing. And at the end of the day... That is what I want to be above all else, above being a, a wrestler or you know a superstar or you know a champion, but being somebody who motivates somebody to go out and be the best version of themselves possible, to believe in themselves, to go out there and achieve their dreams. So we always talk about like seeing is believing, and for a lot of African American um, you know kids out there it's so important, even adults, honestly, to, to see someone who looks like yourself doing incredible things. You know Um, there's a lot of people who are able to do incredible things without that vision. But at the same time, it's so much more powerful when you say anything is possible because I see it happening right now. Kofi did it so I can do it. Bobby did it so I can do it here. They are, you know, so we can do it. It's, it's a very, powerful thing. Um, so yeah, it would, it would mean the world, man. It would mean, um, you know, that we have gotten, it'd be a, a historical, um, you know, feat in the, uh, in the industry, because like you said, I-, I don't think that that's ever happened either. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, and again, with like Sasha and Bianca, like at WrestleMania being in the main event, you know, like that. Was so it's so powerful. Same, same thing, same vibes right there, man. Uh, and the way that they killed it was, I know that a lot of people are going to remember that match for a long time, and it's going to inspire people to do amazing things in this industry, outside of this industry, and that, at the end of the day, is what it's all about. So um, if Bobby and I were able to go head-to-head for the WWE title, the thought of winning the championship for a second time would be amazing for sure. But even more amazing than that is the the lives that we would touch and the light bulbs that would go off and, and just the seeds that we would plant in terms of motivating people on uh, so many different levels. So um, I don't like to get ahead of myself, you know what I'm saying, because nothing is set in stone. There hasn't been any talk of this, you know, we're all just kind of uh, assuming what would happen. But, um, you know, based on what happened last week, but if there's anything that I've learned because a, w- a win over the WWE champion is a win over the WWE champion. Exactly. Not to mention that nobody has pinned Bobby Lashley since he's become WWE champion, except this guy, you know, so I'm gonna go ahead and celebrate that, you know, for sure. Um, but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be uh, interesting to see where things go.
0: I want to get your quick thoughts. I know we're very, very short on time, but I wanted to get your thoughts on this because the news did come out this morning. I was talking to Mark about it. Yeah. Five events coming back 25 city tours starting July 16th on SmackDown. Then you got money in the bank. And then the following night, you guys are going to be on Monday night raw. And yeah. how's it going to feel? You guys had a little bit of a taste at WrestleMania, but now it's the full the full cups coming back, Kofi. How's it going to feel walking out there and start tossing pancakes back into the crowd? Man, I cannot
1: wait. I really can't, man. And um, we always knew how important the crowd was to uh, to to what we do. You know, especially the new day. Like all we do is mess around with the crowd. Sometimes more times more than we focus on the match. You know, we're messing with the people and the kids out there. So, um, but. To have it taken away from us uh because of the year that we've had with corona and all that um last year, uh, and then to you know have it taken away from us for a year, like now you actually really know, you really understand. Like the Thunderdome is cool, it's awesome. People get to see themselves on TV, but for us coming out there, the energetic vibe of actual human beings in the crowd is obviously void so now that we're going to have that back um it's going to be amazing and we got that little taste of it at Wrestlemania even I remember like uh because you know the show started with all of us being out on stage and before you got uh before they started taping um we all were you know filing out there <clears throat> and I remember like walking through uh the the curtain and just feeling so we had like two curtains you walk from gorilla like the um the little um uh, kind of control room setting to this little holding area and then out to the main stage. And we walked out into the holding area. And I remember hearing the people just like starting to like, you know, really just salivate that we were going to be there, you know, and just like the energy. And I remember like trying to like, I wanted to like push people out of the way and get out there. (laughs) I hadn't experienced in so long. It was a feeling unlike anything else. Um, So I'm excited to have, Actual fans in the crowd. I know that a lot of people are excited too. We have wanted this for so so long, and um, now that things are uh, kind of normalizing and getting to a state where we can all go out and um, and be around each other, I think that um, this is it's going to be an amazing level of energy, especially in Texas too, man. Like you know, down in the south, I know that Chicago has the best crowds in the world. Okay, oh, absolutely, you got it right now, know saying, you. but I'm saying like. <clears throat> Texas is pretty good too. Oh, Texas is pretty good too. So um, I feel like anywhere that we would go, people were going to be losing their their stuff. So um, yeah, we're excited about it, man. It's about
0: time. I was there for the Canelo Alvarez. I was covering, I was there for the zone covering the Canelo Alvarez fight. That was oh, man. just to feel that energy was fantastic. And I'm looking forward to you guys getting back in. I told Mark, you guys got to hit Chicago, best fans in the world. No effect, hey, Texas, I
1: love Texas. You know, hey, I, look, I, oh. we love Chicago. If, if I, and I, I always say that like the best quote unquote, best crowd, like it changes for me. You know what I'm saying? It depends on like where I'm at, but every time I go to Chicago, you guys are just so, you know, just passionate, passionate for better or for worse. Like if, you know, they're gonna let, you know, gonna let people know if you don't like
0: them. You exactly. Know? We do knew that on Twitter back.
1: But it's great, it's great. Everyone comes to a show in Chicago with the expectation of, you know, enjoying the show. You know what I'm saying? Like coming out and just being live and really enjoying it. So we always
0: appreciate Chicago and their fans for sure. We do appreciate that. You can catch him every Monday night on Monday Night Raw, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific on USA. He is the former WWE Champion Kofi-
1: hey, hold, hold on, so hold on hold on a second. You're trying to breeze through it because that's the second time you, you did it on the intro too and you got into some other stuff and i let you slide. But then the last time you just tried to breeze through it. It's not just the WWE, it's the former WWE world. A little zest, a little pizzazz on some energy, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, let me do it now. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Former
0: WWE. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Champion, Kofi yeah. Kingston. Yeah, you see now that's how you draw the view, the listeners in. You know now they go, they say, "Whoa, I just listened to this show. The energy was off the chain, man." Here, listen to this, and then you get all the downloads and people coming. They they want that energy, bro. But you got to give it to them first so they can give it back. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna clip
0: this little video of me new dancing. That's oh yeah, gonna, you know that's gonna get that's gonna get a lot of views. But Kofi, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank yes, you sir. so much for the time. And go Chicago Bears. And go hey. Tom Brady. All right. All right. Let's
1: go. All right, Let's Kofi. Go. Talk soon, bud. <laughs> Free see you, man.
0: A big thank you to the former WWE champion and the unfortunate New England Patriots fan, the one and only Kofi Kingston. I will give Kofi Kingston this, even though he's a Patriots fan. We do have a, a liking of the GOAT. Tom Brady, but or me and Kofi disagree where I got Kofi? My Bears got Justin Fields, baby. Who's going to make it rain all over that football field? Hopefully this year for my Chicago Bears when we don't see too much of ugh, Andy Dalton. Ugh, Andy Dalton makes puts like a bad like taste in my mouth. I thought it was very interesting his thoughts on the thing with Brock Lesnar, I wrote a piece, I did a Q&A with him for, for Zone, and and they got picked up, up, that got a lot of play. And it's still getting a lot of play. That match happened, I asked because I haven't heard him say, like, the mental side of it. And it's when I was, like, trying to, like, in my mind, I want to know, okay, mentally, what are you thinking? Like, you know this is happening. What are you thinking internally? What would, Then the match happens and the match is done and you have all the backlash after that. And a lot of fans, were, pissed, including myself, were pissed off. As everyone's got to remember, yes, I'm a journalist. But at the core, I'm a fan. I love pro wrestling. I love MMA. I love boxing. That's why I do this. So I talk to guys like Kofi Kingston. And then last week we had Cody Garbrandt. And coming up we're going to have a couple other names from boxing and we're going to have some big interviews with with the UFC coming up and maybe Bellator. So it's like, you know, everyone's psyche in these different sports is so different. But you got to look at it as big-time stakes. You had 3.5 million people watching. You're facing the biggest marquee attraction they have in WWE you get squashed like a caterpillar. That sucks. That's bullshit. It's still to me his bullshit to this day. He can't really change my mind. And I don't think. And I know people around Kofi were pretty pissed. Not him. To my knowledge. But other people around him I know were pretty pissed off that. That match didn't go. At least. Okay Brockwin's cool. But could have won a really a different way. And unfortunately for him it did not. But. It was great to talk to Kofi. It's good to see him. It seems like on the peripheral, it's good to see him in the title picture. I really want to see him in Lashley just because I think the historical significance of that I think is fantastic. you got two African-American men. And this is the part that just really bugs me more. you got two Af- African-American men. And a WWE title match has never featured two African Americans in a one on one match. That makes no sense. Like, I'm just like beating my forehead here, and I was like, it makes no sense. It boggles my mind. I, I can't wrap my head around that one. <sighs> Only WWE would uh, ensure something like that does not happen. You can draw your own parallel on that. And I think we all can. I'll let you guys kind of draw your own conclusion and we, we can go from there. But I think you guys get what I'm trying to get at. Not saying they're racist, because I think there's a lot of great people in WWE. But I think their perception isn't what it should be. And, and perception isn't reality in that situation. I think it, it shouldn't matter to call it your skin, your gender. We're all created equal. And we all put our pants on one leg at a time. That's always been my view. Um, but big thank you to Kofi Kingston. Big thank you to WWE for hooking up that interview. Got some news, and I'm gonna. This week is kind of, kind of messed up because I had a death in the family. I'm had to really alter the podcast schedule for this week. I didn't expect this week to be as crazy as it was. We had a Jim Ross interview come out on Monday. Kofi Kingston interview is coming out today. I'm going to come out with one on Sundays. I'm really not going to be around all of Thursday, and I'm not really going to be around on Friday. So I'm going to release a podcast, and I don't really do this on Sundays. But the reason I'm doing it on Sunday is because Sunday is a big day in pro wrestling. AEW Double or Nothing, their first full-capacity crowd at Daily's Place, Jacksonville, Florida. Live and only on pay-per-view. You can also watch it on BR Live. And if you're across the pond, across the Atlantic, the Pacific, you can watch it on Fight TV. Kenny Omega defends the AEW heavyweight title in a three-way against Orange Cassidy and Pac. The Young Bucks defend the AEW tag titles against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Stadium Stampede. Chris Jericho. Jay Kager, Sammy Guevara, Santana Ortiz, better known as the Inner Circle, taking on the pinnacle, led by Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I was going to say the revival. FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. Wardlow, who I think is, like JR said, he's a stud. He has it. And the chairman. Of AEW, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard will be with them. And then our guest for Sunday. I'm gonna do something a little. I'm gonna have an article on her Friday. I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna grind it out. The interviews early enough tomorrow where I could get the nuts and bolts of it done and just kind of piece it together for very early Friday morning. She will be challenging. Hikaru Shida for the women's title, Dr. Britt Baker, D.M.D. I've never chatted with Britt, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm doing the interview Thursday morning. I was able to, my time gap is very, I don't have a lot of time tomorrow, but I'm squeezing it in per se. So we're gonna we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. We're going to talk about, of course, the match. I want to know about the match with on the Rosa. Like what. Like mentally. Going through like that moment. And I have to ask her. Because I asked him when I talked to Adam Cole. A couple months ago. About. the promote. The um. Who was the match with? And I'm like I'm having a major. I think the match with Kyle O'Reilly. And talk about who the better heel is at home And he said her I want to see if she gives me the same answer so I'm going to ask Britt about that and a whole lot more but on Sunday Dr. Britt Baker DMD and maybe we'll, we'll throw in a little Tony Schiavone conversation since Tony's a mutual friend of the both of ours but don't forget rate review download and subscribe to the podcast and favorite podcasting platform, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, and whatever else. I know there's like a gazillion podcasts out there, so just type in Walkway to Fight Club. It's simple. Walkway to Fight Club. That is it. You can find the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club on Twitter at Walkway Fight. Instagram, Walkway to Fight Club. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. S Muehlhausen Jr. That's S M U E H L H A U S C N. Also, find the Jim Ross a couple articles. The part two of my Q and A with good old JR, Jim Ross. I appreciate Jim and Wardlow. Gotta get that's one guy I want to talk to. I want to give Wardlow a shout. Thank you for retweeting that, my friend. And always to Jim. Thank you so much, my friend. It really does mean a lot. It helps me out. Trying to push that wrestling narrative on his own, for his own, do more wrestling-based articles. So kind of just do them. They let me. I'm kind of one of those things you just do, and you, as long as it does well, you, you don't have to ask for forgiveness. So I really do appreciate it, guys. It means a lot. It's really, really, really greatly appreciated. When those do well, makes me, makes me look like a genius. But thank you to everyone for listening to the Jim Ross interview. I'm looking. This is a great chat with Kofi Kingston, guys. Make sure you guys do give. if you missed any of it, go back, rewind, listen. It means a lot. It's greatly appreciated. I will see you guys Sunday. I will talk to you guys later. You guys have a good next couple days. And I will talk to you guys Sunday with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Mwah. Peace. I'm out of here.